This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey. Call the cops. Hey. This level of foolishness hey. and joy. Hey. Here's that we have a hey. dog. Now watch hey. the drive. Great ass. Hey. Damn it. Shisha. Hey. Sicario. Bruce hey. fucking Springsteen. Hey. Damn it. Hey. Hey. Yeah, people hey. are going to die. Yeah, baby. Uh, wow. This is Caroline, Jeremy, Angela, do me proud, carry on my legacy, and oh. remember me. Oh my God. Wow. From <gasps> the grave. From the grave. <laughs> the hell? A Whoa. message from beyond. Oh my gosh. I have chills legit. <laughs> Actually. Yes. Legit. I wasn't ready. You have chills from a poorly produced AI voice of Caroline saying Angela Jeremy do Wait, me proud. That was, AI? that was AI? Yeah, let's listen to it one more time. This is Caroline, Jeremy, Angela, do me proud, carry on my legacy and remember me. Okay, the beginning Wait. isn't doesn't sound good, but the rest sounds exactly yeah. there, there's like her. breaths that sound just like her breaths. Like, like the, funny? Like smi- it sounds like she's smiling. <laughs> Whoa! That is weird. <laughs> Perhaps AI has gone too far. Oh, I think it has. Yeah. Listen, there's criticisms to be made. The morality of it, the future that we're barreling towards. Yeah, I'm questioning your morality right now. <laughs> have we, wait, have we heard the the Kanye West stuff Oh God. before? Oh, oh gosh. There's, there's quite a bit in the way of, there's a whole TikTok account Devoted uh, to Kanye West singing different songs. Uh, and it's, of course, <laughs> an AI-generated thing. And by the way, welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm Jeremy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Finally, a straight white man. Yeah. That's what down. the people want. Down. Can I tell you what? I, we're here to have Good Christian Fun. It's a podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music, the movies, and the entertainment made for and made by Christians. We're not here to make fun of you. And we're not here to make you go to church. We're just here to have fun. Uh, would you believe I've never hosted a podcast with a, a white man before? <laughs> what? Wow, what the heck? It's never happened because it's always me. So I'm like, well, this is bad enough. I got to get someone else <laughs> in the mix here. <laughs> you got plenty of white to go around. Uh, so this is, this is from the Kanye AI account on TikTok. Will you count me in? Shut up. Oh, my God. I actually am vibing. So that's Bubbly by Kobe Kaye. <laughs> Kobe, Colby? Colby, there's a Kobe. Kobe Kerrang. Uh so yeah. M- much, much debate to be had. The current writers guild strike. Oof. Oh boy. The, the key mm. issues is the role of AI. You think media. pastors are gonna have AI write sermons? 
Sorry, I interrupted you because going oh, to yeah, have that's AI right It's happening? Yeah, that's, oh yeah. How could it not be? I'm so sorry I interrupted you because I just, I just freaked out. <sighs> I'm sure we could Google a clip right now of Erwin McManus saying, actually, AI reveals the glory of God because he created us to blah, blah, blah. He was our, we're his artificial intelligence, or whatever the fuck kind of leap he makes towards that. I'm sure, I'm sure, at least with the outlining process, a hundo P. Yeah. One hundo. <laughs> Dopey. Yeah. But it would be different to have, say, an AI written sermon that's then given in the voice of John the Diaper Piper <laughs> or Mark the Pistol Driscoll or I got one more. Rob, there is no hell bell. Hey. Perhaps, although he doesn't do sermons anymore. He does talks or whatever. He has a Robcast, baby. It, the Robcast. Welcome to the Robcast. Cut to me 10 years ago, <laughs> not knowing anything about anything, emailing him and saying, hey, if you need help with your podcast, let me know. Rob goddamn Bell. I, that's an he email get back I sent. To you? No, of course not. Oh, that's too bad. I don't take that personally. Oh. I've gotten one, I've gotten two great rejection, rejections in my life. One was from Iyer Glass, and one was from Patton Oswalt. What? Where there was an ask of like a podcast-related variety, and yeah. they got back to me immediately. Wow. Which makes you feel good. That's respect. Yeah. Which is why, well, that's more of an off-mic conversation, but you may be wondering, <laughs> listener, why you're hearing Kevin and another, another guy oh. that's kind of like Kevin yeah. on the mic. Uh-huh. And listen, there's no one that could fill Caroline's shoes, but while she's out of town... Jeremy's filling Caroline's shoes. Come on, let's go. On the pod. It feels good. On this all- couch smells like farts. Is that true? Yeah. Is that actually true? Yeah, and I assume it's from Caroline. Oh, yeah. I assume there's a big buildup here, you, and you, I released it as I sat down. You reach into the cushions, and the note <laughs> says, Jeremy, do me proud. <laughs> what? Carry it's on written, my legacy. It's a microchip. <laughs> Yeah, Angela keeps getting chills. Uh, we're doing the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time, Dad Edition, today on the show. But we do need the help of a very special guest. Don't worry, Jeremy. This is the part I, I do. feel fine. I feel so fine. I'll intro it. Okay. But you have to say her name along with me no at problem. the same time. So, friends and folks, you may know her from Smosh. Give it the hell up for Angela Giarantita. What did you say? Giarantita. That's it, Giarantita. That's it, the Bija. I think you do that every time. Is that true? Angela Angela, you're Italian. I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you make of this story of the like three thousand tons of pasta being dumped in the New Jersey forest? Wait, what? That's been surfacing Excuse me? Recently. What? Are you making crap up no, right now? I know, and I don't mean to be like this week in headlines. Um but you guys, there was, you guys see this? There was a bunch of hundreds of pounds. Uh, 3,000 tons was a little exaggeration. <laughs> there were hundreds of pounds of pasta dumped in the New Jersey woods. Let's why? see if we can see a visual of it. Well, no one knows why. It's a mystery, but people are on it. This has been dominating the headlines. <gasps> what? <laughs> and like some of it's cooked and some of it's not. Some of it's cooked? That's but it feels the weirdest like, part. That's so weird. That's that the weirdest it's part. <laughs> But obviously this yeah okay here's a better visual of it you can see some of the spaghetti we're done cooking this stuff let's dump it, it is- you do wonder if it's a sort of soprano situation if it's oh like oh my god this time it's the pasta yeah the next time 
Next time, it's your head. Wow. Whoa. So it never made it across your transom in a way that would actually... No, affect but I haven't checked my family group chat. Maybe they're going off about it. Maybe. <laughs> Kidding. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to <laughs> the show. Thank you for having me. Love you, boys. I hey, love you too. Do love we want to? Do, do we want to take a second to just kind of talk about you know the elephant in the room, which is the absence of Caroline? Yeah, and how we're affected by it. How we've been doing emotionally yeah. by it. Yeah, she's been gone for so long really long time in an undisclosed location hmm. um we miss her every day wow jeremy what do you think is the thing you miss most about her i think it's probably and we're t- we're talking about caroline who you referred to as an elephant no the elephant in the room i don't is know the expression absence i don't know so, <laughs> so there's an absence like the I'm thing not... that's not acknowledged and it, oh. it's obviously taking up a large amount of space like an elephant Oh, uh, oh wow. I'm saying the thought is jeez. And the sentiment is kind of harsh, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, so she's an elephant? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. No. Doesn't really make sense cuz she's not in the room. Her right. absence because she's she is a absolute force of nature in this podcast. It's like losing the rain or the sun. Do you know what I mean? I'm starting to. Okay. How I just don't I see her as an elephant. Well, I just I not yeah, that, that's yeah. not the type of uh, thing I want to go with. <laughs> but what what do you miss about her? Oh, I mean, uh I would probably say um I you know, I oh. <laughs> just so far uh, there, about what you're missing about her. There's a program that I like. It's called Happy Endings. Uh-huh. And I think she <laughs> is just like Alicia Cuthbert on Happy Endings. Really? I do. I think they have a very similar sense of humor. Their voices are very similar. They deliver jokes eerily similar. Wow. And I watch the program and I think of Caroline. Oh my program. gosh. Yeah. I've never put that together. This, this was a three season sitcom on ABC. Sure was. From the aughts. <laughs> That's right. From the 2010s. Yep. Dear Lord. Hey, is everyone hearing that phone call right now? Sure were. Sure were. And Angela, what do you think you're missing most about Caroline right now? I think I'm missing just like a feminine energy in the room. Okay. Um, <laughs> just like an understanding smile. Sure. Just sweet. Because you like it when women smile. <laughs> I love it. When I've, I've heard smile. this about you. Something isn't right when they're not <laughs> smiling, Kev. It's like, am I doing a bad job? It's just, why does the room feel heavy? Can my gals smile for me? Just a little. If I don't see the pearly whites, things are not pearly right. Uh huh. That's what I tell my daughters. Just a grin. Yeah. Okay, so it's mostly, I understand why you of all people would be missing feminine energy right now. In the room. In the room. So feminine energy. You missed that. She's kind of Alicia Cuthbert. Yeah, I do. She was the Alicia Cuthbert to my. Adam Pally? No, I don't like that at no, all. No, I don't think so. I don't so. like that at all. You keep your nose clean. That's not That's not your way. Thank you. And obviously, I miss everything. I miss everything. Yeah, what everything. do you miss? Yeah. I, you know, I was talking to uh, someone about this recently. While she was gone, I did have a, I did feel a lack in my life. Oh. Uh, and, and I recorded another episode without her last week. And so I talked a little bit on that. But I was just like, ooh, I do feel grateful for her. Everything she's given me this Aww. past decade of love and friendship. 
Oh, and that's I th- nice. I think about a text message she sent me back in like 2015 or 16. Mr. Act, I'm feeling it. Where, what's that? Huh? Keep going. <laughs> yeah, am I talking about numbers too much? Someone said I was a numbers guy recently, <laughs> oh, okay. and now that's in my head. And he said it five times, and he said it past midnight by 10 you're minutes. You're doing it, Kevin. You're doing it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she sent me a text message one time, kind of... It was like a clear the air convo, but it like not enough that we need a phone call, but enough we were doing it over text. And our capper to it was she said, hey, you know, we're friends for life now. And I was like, wow, I believe you. I think that's true. And I think that's a very powerful thing to receive from someone. Wow, that's nice. So really sweet. We dedicate today's episode in loving memory. To the elephant in the room. Hey. <laughs> it's really a shame she's dead. To the... To those that we've lost, to those that we've loved, to those that we've co-hosted with. And Caroline, we miss you every day. And we can't wait for you to come back. Come home and smile. Come home, Mama. Don't come, come home, home, home Mama. Swinging trunk. Give me a grin. Those, we those miss you. Big tusks. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And listen, an elephant never forgets. So <laughs> let's, let's, in her memory, also never forget her. Amen. 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How are we feeling overall? Welcome to the boys club now. I know. Hell yeah. No, but you are your most are most of your friends men, women. What's um, the split? What's the what's the gender gap? Yeah, let's do the split. It's funny, I think um it's probably I don't know. I think it's probably split in the middle a little bit. You should do a poll on Instagram and say like, <laughs> "Are you my friend? What's your gender?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With obviously multiple options, as I said previously, was that on mic? I forget. I don't recall. Yeah, it was off mic. It was off mic. I would do being... a slider. One of the sliders. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. That's good. Hey, just doing a poll, asking my friends. <laughs> hey, let... I want to know how many of you are what. Let, much like my internet service provider, it's a spectrum. Hey, oh, there nice. you go. Come on now. Come on now. Uh, but I yeah. weird plug, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's AT and T. I just want to say that. Ugh. I just feel a little dishonest, but <laughs> but yeah, when you walk into a room of two. Sort of alphas like us. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm your, glad you said that, too. Is your guard up? Or is your guard down? Mm. <laughs> Two alpha boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I walked in the room, you handed me a warm cookie. <laughs> now, that is true. That actually that's did happen. That's pretty beta. Uh-huh. <laughs> pretty beta stuff no, but right the way, there. No, bro, but the way I handed it to her, she knew I... You said, eat it. You, yeah. said, <laughs> <laughs> you said, careful, it might be hot. And I want to see you smiling while you eat it. And also, don't burn your tongue. I'd feel ever so sad. Said, Why are you wearing pants? Where's your dress? Here's a cookie. Here's a cookie and a skirt. What's your gap? What's your gap with oh, the yeah. men, women, and friendships? Not I, I to don't be know. too I binary like, about it. I feel like um, it's changed. Like I have like a, a a lot of guy friendships that go back many years. Yeah, I think I got a lot of those way. guys. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. Today, me, I get along with women a lot easier, a lot quicker. I don't know what that is. But it's not an overwhelming either way. I feel like it's just leaning ever so slightly. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's just tipping. It's a sort of 2020 election where it's like, it's not a landslide. Yeah. But it is still mostly. (laughs) Yeah, just barely. A bit of a boys club. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I think like it, it, I honestly, for me, it was growing up in the church. I, everything was so you, you are friends with girls. Mm-hmm. You are friends with girls. You're not friends with boys. And I think I'm finally unlearning that because oh. yeah, most of my newer friends are all boys. Yeah. Finally but, unlearning that. Yeah. Okay. What you, just, you don't feel like you have to be in the girls' camp area the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Or like I, I only get deep and talk about the things on my heart with girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with boys, we're just around. They're just around, right? Yeah. Right. When perhaps you get a little text check-in from your pal Kevin being like, hey, how's your heart today? How are you <laughs> feeling? And by these rhythms, we learn and we unlearn. And we unlearn. Wow. We unlearn our day. trauma wow. and our baggage. What's your and breakdown? We, it used to be mostly women. Uh, I feel like I had significant heartbreaks in my life with men. Yeah. Like, oh. Going back like a decade. Like men who I kind of felt uh, very enmeshed with and to bring it to church stuff, like within that context where it was so much drilled in, that's what's safe, that's what's good. Yeah. I think maybe we've all been, or maybe just me, but I'm curious if y'all have been a part of community groups where, okay, and then at the end of the night, the guys would go yep. with the guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the girls go with the girls. Yeah. For, for, and, and I feel like I had, I'm thinking of a couple of things that happened in 2012 where there was men where I just like, I adored them. I loved them. And then for whatever reason and friendship breakdown and communication stuff, that became a wound that then sort of uh, put in me this unlearning of like, oh, men aren't safe. Yeah. Men are men oh, are yeah. not safe in this way. And I don't think it's particularly one thing or the other, yeah. but it was just one of those things that the infrastructure that is being upheld right now doesn't work to a degree. Just like just like any infrastructure, there's never yeah. gonna be a foolproof plan. It's mm-hmm. like people think if they marry someone of the same faith, it's an insurance policy against, you know, parting ways or getting mm-hmm. a divorce or, or something like that. It's like not really, it means something, but not as much as as you know, they would put the importance on that. So then from then on out, I feel like I invested on the other end because of mm-hmm. not to be too heteronormative, but just because of the kind of native openness and tenderness, especially when you're meeting someone new for the first time. Right. Where it's like, oh, I feel very received. I yeah. feel very good yeah. right now. Uh so I did that and I feel like it really wasn't until the last the last two or three years where I felt like, oh, I have a a group of boys I feel close to, like more than two at the same time. We have poker night now. We got poker night. (laughs) Right. Well, I don't like any of those guys, but I'm talking about different guys that (laughs) don't go to poker night. Okay. I'm one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, whoa. Yeah. No no offense taken. I'm giving... I'm I'm putting... (laughs) I'm saying no offense taken. Well, you can't point at me and say no offense taken. Right, right, right. And you're speaking to my friend right now and no offense taken. No, no, no. That's not (laughs) what that means. Don't talk to my friend that way. No, no. That's not what the phrase is. No, no. You're going to call me an elephant any second now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Man, should we play elephant love medley as a... (laughs) (laughs) Love it? No, I'm just kidding. But I do remember, yeah... um, that was the breakdown. And now I feel like it's balanced out. Yeah. Where it went like, I went, you know, straight first into, head first into vulnerability with women for the most yeah. part. And now it's bounced out to like, I do have empathy for straight women trying to date in the sense of like, to find a sweet boy, to find one that's like smart as they are funny, as they are yeah. consistent, as they are kind. It does take a little bit of time, at yeah. least in my experience. Uh, you kind of have to hunt them out and then curate the collection. Yeah, mm-hmm. and curate the collection. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, in a way that like maybe doesn't exist 
as much on the other end of things. But yeah, I think you could throw a penny and it would land on a kind, thoughtful, vulnerable woman. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Both of my neighbors. Uh, that's true. And they also have their experiences in the church as well. I don't need to dox mm. them. Uh, but my, my address is... Dox your neighbors. Whoa, dox yourself. No, dox don't do your it. neighbors. Don't do it, Kevin. <laughs> do it. Let's all dox. Oh, gracious. And then what else? What else is going on in Christianity and Christian mm. news? Let's if talk. We, Let's if we need it. any heart check-ins, if we mm. need any... Yeah. Uh, man, where 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 have we been at? Do we have any spiritual updates, mm. any life? Where are you on the path? Because you've been going through some life change stuff. Yeah. And you are our guest on this podcast that we're co-hosting equally. <laughs> uh, uh, right, Jeremy? Yeah, you're damn right. Okay, I mean, sorry. I'm here for you. Yeah, I, Am I doing it? Uh, no, that's not at all what she would say. <laughs> I'm here for you, Say Kevin. something about how like, I never fuck or I love Garfield there too much. Go, there you go. Uh, uh, hey, you, you jack off. You're always jacking off. There we go. Okay, I have now- chills. Is Caroline in the room? <laughs> no, but I could make her say that right now. Yeah, I oh, want to make her say that. <laughs> You're you a jack off it? that doesn't, what is it? What's you're the quote? a jack off that doesn't jack off. Yes. So the quote is, you're a jack off that doesn't jack off. Make Caroline say it. Okay, you're a jack off who doesn't. It's a weird sentence if you really think about that. <laughs> you <laughs> are a jack off. It's a off, sick burn. And you you're don't a jack eat- off who doesn't jack off, bitch. <laughs> Whoa! Wait, say that again louder one more time, Caroline. You're a jack off who doesn't jack off, bitch. <laughs> It sounds like she just ran a mile. She's like, okay, I guess I have to say Yeah, she's like bored of herself. It's kind of like the same cadence as a Kendall Roy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe I've been using uh, his his voice a little too is, much. Is the information You're blending? a jack off who doesn't jack off, bitch. I love him. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. And then one more. Let's get one more to round it out. You're a jack off who doesn't jack off, bitch. That one never sounds like him to me. <laughs> no, just, yeah, I know it's yeah. just a little uncanny. <laughs> Needs some adjusting. It's uh, wait. Do I have any? You no. lot. That's it. <laughs> I have Amy Grant, but I don't oh, want to make. Oh fuck yeah! I don't want to make her say that. I did have an AI voice of her say "fuck the police" don't a couple of times. Don't do that. Don't do that. Wait, why? <laughs> don't mess with Amy. No, I don't. I don't want Amy to come for me. <laughs> I did imagine like, what if she was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch up on that good Christian fun, and then she hears her, she hears her Herself own voice saying, saying "fuck, fuck the, the police." police. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. A sensation Caroline might have if she listens to this episode. Which I'm not sure if she will. I'm not sure if she's going to. She may not. Well, she should because you said such nice things. I know. Yeah, you did I that just, whole thing. I'll I could just her. clip that out. Yeah. But what was that whole thing for yeah, if she's wh- not going to listen If you're going to clip it out? I don't know. It's just good gossip. No, I mean clip it out, not edit it out of the episode, but clip it out as like a cutout. Like oh, a, okay. And like oh, yeah, wrap okay. it, put it under the tree. Yeah. Here yeah, you go. Yeah, okay, I love nice. Yeah, 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 nice. <laughs> <laughs> but something like that. I mean, we're all familiar with the term good gossip. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you say something nice about someone behind their back. So maybe that's oh, what we're I am that, not. That's not what I thought. It, oh. I thought it was just like some juicy shit. Yeah, I thought you just meant like hot good goss. Tea. Yeah. No. Like not like hot tea, like hot goss, like right. ooh, good gossip. It's like hyphenated, like good gossip. Ooh, oh, good gossip. Like yeah. the brand. Ooh, I want to know good gossip about me. Finally, some good news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or uh good gossip would be like Man, Anthony has been so consistent and so nice to me lately. Wow. But it's like, I'm not saying that to him. I'm saying that yeah, to you. Yeah, you're saying it behind his freaking back. And that's yeah. a good gossip. 
I think. Because if it gets back to him, it's only good. Right. It's only good. Wow. And to be those Did you hear Kevin said you're being consistent? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that's how yeah. it circulates. Said it to me and Angela. <laughs> yeah. So no, no spiritual updates on. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, not really. I, it's, I mean, it's the most amorphous bullshit question. By the way, like <laughs> any spiritual update? <laughs> Just a um, heart check in. No, I'm. I I have been rocking out to some gospel music lately, just Ooh. because it's just. I think no matter where I'm at in my spiritual journey, it's always going to be my favorite genre of music. What's getting, what got you back into that? Um. Um, like what album? Yeah. Uh, there's an Israel Hooten album that I'm obsessed with. Oh, you right call now. him Hooten, like isn't he's it? a little isn't owl. That it? <laughs> Israel Hooten. <laughs> I think isn't owl. that it? I think it's Houghton. I think it's Hooten. Really? Am I the dumbass? No. Hey, no one's. I, no one called me a dumbass. <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> no, you did. No, I said, am <laughs> I the dumbass? <laughs> no, maybe I'm the dumbass. Am it I might not be dumbass. Hooten. I really thought it was Hooten. Mm, There's a well, way we can find out. Yeah, I have AI Caroline. Yeah, Caroline, there. say Hooten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Israel Hooten. Oh, that's oh that, that, was <laughs> that was Brian Cox. And he said it the way I say it. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so Israel Hooten or Houghton. Yeah, whatever. I'm just looking at his know, name that's is Israel Hooten. That's awesome. That is. <laughs> it's, it's a real Al opportunity. I've, I've seen him live so many times because <laughs> I used to intern at Lakewood Church oh. where he was, may still be, is the band leader there. Joel Osteen's mega church in Houston, Texas. Yeah, don't know anything about, you know, what's going on and if I <laughs> if I agree with it, but love that music. When do you listen to it? Is that a car thing? Is that a workout it's thing? It's a car thing. Okay. Yeah. What's think, one of the jams? Um, what's, what's one of the go-tos? Oh, there's so many. You are good all oh, the yeah. time. Uh -huh. It's just like real. Holy hell. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on this. Oh, oh yeah. Uh. Like like 6 a.m. I'm going to work. Yeah. Woo! You know what this feels like? Ladies and gentlemen, uh. The Roots. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, who, who you are, are. <laughs> you are good. Questlove. <laughs> Please welcome. Kyle Mooney. <laughs> so, yeah, it kind of sounds like that. A cartoon by Robert Smigel. <laughs> Maybe it's like the musical theater kid in me that loves that. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, it's really full yeah, and it makes my car production. bounce. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's off, it's off the grid of the Hillsong Bethel music template for sure. Yeah. Definitely not that stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. That's mm. not what do it, what do it for you. That's not what do it for me. Mm. Do you That's listen to any Christian music at all anymore? Right now? Yeah, just for leisure. I will. I will spin some sometimes. No. Yeah. Like I'll what? Do, I'll do some Kirk Franklin. No okay. problem. Okay. Yeah. I'll do some Kirk Franklin on the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. And it'll just hit me. Like, really? I'll get into the car and be like, it's now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll put it on, and it's great. It's now, yeah. and it's time. Uh-huh. It's time. Oh, some Kirk. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'll revisit a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the show for whatever reason. And I do listen to... I think I've said this before. One of my most listened to songs from a couple years ago, and I still listen to it all the time, is That Kind of Girl by DC Talk. Oh, yeah. Which is about the kind of girl... You listen to this often? Oh, yeah. 
She's that kind of girl, different from the ones before, because I know she loves Lauren. Oh, yeah. I met the girl. Oh, yeah, it's so nice. I didn't think twice. A couple of days later, called her up and asked her how she is with you. Oh, we got two boys at the wheel. Oh, no. All is good than AI. See in college. She said, I love to smoke and drink while cursing like a sailor. I asked her where she got her mouth and if she had a tailor. Finally, I walked her to the door to say goodnight. She said, I am a big Do you care to take a bite? Lady. Boy, you must be crazy. <laughs> different from the one before. Different from the one before. I stand by that one. That kind of girl. Yeah. No, it's good. Because it describes the kind of girl you should be. Proverbs 20. Thir- no, oh, Psalms 23. What's the man? A Psalms 23 woman. woman. <laughs> she got every. Bro, she got every part of that wrong. <laughs> we got it. I'm the dumbass. Maybe she's a Proverbs 31 woman in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> She's a, a Psalms 23 yeah, yeah, good, woman in the good. sheets. Honestly, that good. shows how long it's been since, wow. Okay, and Psalms 23 is, The Lord is my shepherd, <laughs> I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Listen, I'm a Psalms 23 girl. <laughs> okay, you're looking for a Proverbs 31 girl, but I'm a Psalms 23 girl. And you're going to shepherd me and make me lie down in a meadow? <laughs> I lie down in meadows, okay? I don't obey. Okay, well, here's something. You prepare a table in the presence of my enemies. I'll set the table. So you like host a dinner party. That's also an intervention. I you, don't cook, but I will set. I'll set yeah, the I'll table. put the cutlery out. Yeah, <laughs> That's fine. Put the charcuterie board out. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So you're in a rent-controlled apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not leaving. Oh. And there's a nearby meadow. <laughs> Fellas, you need a Psalms 23. <laughs> Get girl. yourself one. Come on. I'm a Luke. Man, what's the verse that's Jesus wept? That's the kind of boy. The short one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The short, short one. and crying. Short and crying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm a Revelations 40, 69, 69 girl. Nice. <laughs> nice. Revelations 40, 69 through 69. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Suck and, it. and everyone can look that up after the break. Uh, but you know, on that note, I think it's time to get to our game. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. That's not just the sound of that first sip of morning, Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy. Like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning, right? Just like customizing your terms. So your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time, Dad Edition. The worst. <laughs> That's a throwback. We don't wow. talk about Chris Rice anymore because 
He's not a good guy. Oof. Whoopsie. Some bad stuff that came out about him. The rice isn't nice. The rice isn't nice. Is this rice bad? No <laughs> dice for the rice. <laughs> so the rice is spoiled. Man, I remember one uh, uh, being a high school kid in Houston, Texas, going to see Fiona Apple. And who was opening for her? Damien Rice. Whoa. From Oh, that album from 20 years ago. And I remember posting a live journal entry about it, and I called it Apples and Rice. Shut I thought that up. was the coolest shit I'd ever come up with. <laughs> this has a real zing to it. Oh, it My sure live did. journal's going up. Yeah. Uh, and I was with friends who left during Fiona Apple's set. Like a bunch of morons. What, they were upset about it? They didn't like her deal. They came for the rice. They did not want the apple. Whoa. They Dang. ignored the doctor's orders. They wanted the carbs. That's right. They wanted the carbs. <laughs> so we're taught we're doing, we haven't done this in forever. It's a hunt for the worst Christian song of all time. Dad edition. Mm. And we're pitting two bands made up exclusively of fathers oh. against oh. each other. The or, best kind of man there is. <laughs> a father? Yeah. Something's been happening to me. Have we talked about this? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's going on? <laughs> Just, everything changed. <laughs> the whole temperature of the room changed. And I don't Whoa. know. I don't know how to talk about I don't know how to talk about this. Well, careful. Okay, now. let's just drive a truck through it. Yeah. Okay. I think my sensitivity when I see like children being portrayed in television film, and then certainly when I see certain kids like out in the wild, it's it's getting at something. It's an itch now of like, ooh, do I want one of these oh, in my oh, life? Oh, you're speaking to a maybe little baby a little, brain, a little, little uh, TikTok of the clock. E, which it's not that <laughs> literally, but it is that spiritually. But you're mm. like, like in a fatherly way, like watch out. Yeah. To just random kids. Oh, or like going out to, you know, breakfast with a friend and like a little girl like runs up to the table and runs away. And I look at her now the way I would have looked at a dog 10 years ago, where it's like, oh, holy, do you know what I mean? Wow. Holy. Where it's wow. like just kind of unfettered, like there's no guard up anymore in terms yeah. of like my poker face where I'm just like, oh, that might be nice one day. I just don't know. your yeah. neutral state is like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, but it's increasing. I feel a trajectory upwards. You I, think it's like physiological? I don't know. I don't know. But obviously, I'm the oldest I've ever been now. I feel it 100% as well. Really? It's very much happening to me, too. Wow. I have friends that are having kids now, and I look at them beaming with pride. Mm -hmm. And I also beam. Yeah. Like my friend has uh, kids. He's got a five year old and a four year old, and he's getting them into it's like my best friend from growing up. And he's getting them into the things we were in when we were growing up. Ooh. So now I'm watching oh, them fuck. be very similar kids that we were as friends. And like they were playing Mario Karts. And I was just going to say, you're just video. seeing kids watching video games <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I wish I was them. <laughs> I know they got it so good. Uh, they were, I, he sent me a video of them playing Mario Kart and he was like, what character are you going to be? And they're trying to select their character. And he, their mom was trying to be Yoshi, Yoshi and she, they were like, you can't be Yoshi. She's like, why can't I be Yoshi? And they were like, because Jeremy's Yoshi. That's Jeremy's character. And you creamed your pants. I cried. Ew. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hey, what the so heck? Rude. Hey, remember when you said you missed Caroline's feminine energy? Suddenly the room's changed me, boys. <laughs> I miss Angela's pool. feminine <laughs> energy. Pass the Bud Light. 
<laughs> you want a Bud Light? That was Finally. a beautiful story, and I just took a huge shit on it. I'm so sorry. Oh, another fluid, another bodily function oh, coming oh, to the man. floor. You can't stop her. Here's a Bud. You cried, though? <laughs> I did. It made me emotional. I really? got all, I got all teary about it. Oh, man. It was so sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I understand why. Because it's almost like looking into... Uh, I was in an alternate future, but maybe looking into the A little future. snow globe. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? And neither do I. Oh. Are you feeling anything akin to that? I You're think, a little bit younger than us. Yeah, I think... Um, By like 10 or 15 years, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm like 30 years younger than you guys. Yeah, okay. Nice. <laughs> You're like 30 to 90 years younger Mom's than us. zero years old. <laughs> um, I, I, I feel that way with, with babies and toddlers, for sure. Um, but in a way, I don't, I don't... I'm not seeing like when my friends have kids i'm not like i want that yet but the body part of me is like yup mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. what it sounds like with you where it's like i didn't make a decision to think this way i just saw the little girl and i was like i want to hold you yeah that is just like a thing and you're like wow. whoa i didn't think that's not a pov i thought i had no but it feels like it just came out of your body right whoa. and it's like involuntary and i wonder what the chemical thing is for men versus like obviously been very well documented what it is for women, but for men, you know, like I wonder. Well, it's if, cream. Well, yeah, apparently. <laughs> I can't what Angela believe said. I said that after that <laughs> story. No, I actually it was cream. It was so sincere and so tender. You were like, you "I literally fucking nut, bro." I mean, we like are, I'm gonna have to ask you to take that out. <laughs> we are, we are carrying on Caroline's legacy, and just like. Like I'm gonna spiral wait, about this. Bring, the wait, whole don't spiral. Because I, I did not. I don't care at all. If you actually feel like you, I care. Okay, if you care how it I reflects care. on you, I cannot believe <laughs> after that story, I had the audacity. <laughs> like that is absolutely feral. Right. I'm a piece of trash. No. You could. I gotta go I'm back to church. Lot. Not I trash. I gotta go back to church. No. So Emma, keep this in and then double it. <laughs> <laughs> And have her say it in like surround Dolby, where it's spatial seems, yeah, audio, where it's like swirling around yeah, the listeners' put farts ears behind it, make yeah, it trash, yeah, yeah, and then really exactly. explode. So we're talking about these dad bands, and maybe we're on a path one day to become parents ourselves at some point. As far as our own fathers and their tastes in music, did that have any bearing, any shape on it? Were there bands or artists that your dads were into? That then you got into because of them. Definitely? Yeah. Like what? Um, no, all my dad's music is like, uh, I mean, we listen to a lot of Peter Gabriel and a lot of like, uh, just a lot of dad music. And um, now anytime I hear it, or I think I noticed when I started dating after college, when guys liked my the music my dad would listen to. I'd be oh, like, yeah. oh my God, some weird, I don't know. Did some, that make it feel like you're safe? Like, Or yeah, just like, oh my God, I don't know. It's just all my dad's music. Anybody, anywhere I hear it, if I hear Chicago, I'm like, oh, because my dad loves Chicago. My dad loves- It's the band Chicago. Yes, not, yes, He yes. wasn't listening to the original, if I hear original the city, Broadway <laughs> cast oh, recording. The OBC, I wish. <laughs> God, I wish. I just have memories of driving with my father down the highway. Blasting sublime. Listening Tango. to Funny Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm right. I love you, Papa. <laughs> I know my dad's outside in his Sometimes car when I hear Mr. Cellophane. <laughs> and my dad, why is Mr. Cellophane? <laughs> Um, no, so my dad's music, I think, yeah, t- definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, my short answer is no. Oh, but my dad was mostly just into like 
you know, the Christian music that we were raised in. And it was what I will say, he, I enjoyed music. Like I enjoyed watching my dad enjoy music. Mm -hmm. Like he played French horn in in the church growing up. He sang in the choir and he's a very musical dude. His whole side of the family is very musical. And I feel like I saw him appreciating music so much that it like lit my fire. But we didn't really do secular music and they didn't really kick on any tunes of their own by the time I was growing up. It was like, we were by the program at this point. It was like all Christian music or just church stuff. Mm-hmm. So by the time it came, it was like, I guess like the oldies radio and stuff. And my dad's like humming all the Beatles songs. And I'm like, ha, huh, my old people music. I just didn't even consider it. Right. Yeah. So not so much now. I don't really go back. Like my dad likes Bob Dylan. I don't really vibe with Mr. Mm-hmm. Dylan yeah. uh, nowadays. But there's something that, I, that I'm like, oh, this is like, my dad loves this. But it's kind of like his appreciation that started the party for me exactly. I feel like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I'm grateful for a lot of things about the way I was raised one of the things I'm not grateful for <laughs> is the sort of it was very similar to to what you're describing Jeremy where there was such a total dominance and monopoly of radio time and like music in the car mm-hmm. time with it was either Christian stuff and then the things that made it through were the Eagles' greatest hits, the best-selling album of all time, literally the most popular album of all time, <laughs> with the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. And then otherwise, I have no idea what my dad liked. Yeah. Oh, Cause, wow. Because they just weren't, like music just wasn't one of the, it wasn't the language my parents spoke. It wasn't one of the things. Or so I thought. And then cut to, you know, of my own accord, me as a young man getting an iPod for Christmas, a 60-gig iPod for Christmas. Whoa. Well, how do I feel this thing? Okay, Rolling Stone, top 500 songs, whatever it is, top 500 albums. And that's how I get into Bruce for the first time. And then I start downloading that stuff and listening to it. And then cut to years and years later, I'm all in. I'm seeing him on tour in 2007, 2008 as a young high school, college student. And my mom says, you know, dad's really into Bruce, right? And I was like, what? And she said, yeah. And then you creamed your pants. (laughs) Angela? Whoa, whoa. Something just what? came huh. Wait, that wasn't you? Hey, Angela? Where did you go? Wait, are do you, uh, do you remember what you just said? Holy, holy crap. Oh, what oh, happened? Oh. Wait, you, you went into the Angela-verse. Go back to your beautiful story. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about Nut and my mom and dad at the same time. Which, That's you know, weird. I guess that's how I got here. But she was like, your dad listens to him. Yeah. And I had no freaking idea. Oh, that's really sweet. And it was not something, because also what's funny too is at the time, it was a strange setup where our family, myself, my two siblings, and my mom were living in Texas. My dad was living in Springsteen land itself, New Jersey, doing like a long distance commute thing because of work stuff. And he was doing that for many years. So I guess at the height of me getting into that stuff, he wasn't around to be like, hey, I like that shit too. Yeah. But it's also not something he ever volunteered when we were together. So my mom really had to, as moms are wont to do, to bridge the gap between, uh, you know, the father and the kid. I was going to ask, due to your, I mean, I don't know what your standing was with your dad at that time too, but like hearing that, did that encourage the listening or was that like, what? Oh, this made it a little yeah. less, less cool. No, it didn't make it lame. It made me like a little bummed that he didn't share it before. Okay. Because I was like, you know, you understand yeah. that I was into this, right? We got some language here. Yeah. And he would listen to it all the time. And, th- and then it became something after that point that we talked about. Aww. But then when I would go to the concerts and I would go to a lot of them by myself, 
people would be like, so like your mom and dad get you into them? I'd be like, no, the opposite. <laughs> oh my God. Well, especially with my mom. And then it turns out like my dad could have, but then he didn't. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. man, cause, cause I know, I know people with parents like yours, Angela, where it's like, oh yeah, I got so much of my taste or like yeah. such a Beatles household. And that's why I love Paul McCartney to yeah, et cetera. Yeah. And just like, I got, I got none of that. Oh my God. I just remembered, I don't know if it's me or my brother, but one of us got picked up from like first grade or daycare or something. And the teacher asked my dad, do you listen to a lot of the police? Cause mm -hmm. your kids, your kid keeps singing it. <laughs> it was really? that me and my brother were obsessed with that song. The do, 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 da. I don't know. It's some police song. And I guess one of us Beautiful. was always singing it all the time. Don't you wish you would, there was a Shazam for that where it's like, this isn't the melody or the rhythm of the song. <laughs> but figure but, it out. But we know what you're saying. <laughs> do, 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 da. It's like that. So they, they picked you up. You were maybe it was Roxanne. Maybe it was Message in yeah. a Bottle. Could have could have been. Could have been Sitting any of those. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was Every Breath You Take. We don't know. And and the list goes on from there. We could just keep naming police songs, <laughs> or we could talk about these songs that we have at hand today. And I think we should start with speaking of you know Bruce Springsteen has an album and a song of the same name called Wrecking Ball. And Whoa. today we're listening to a song by For Him called Wrecking Ball. Also, I said that like Bruce has a song called Wrecking Ball as if that's the most popular song called Wrecking Ball. <laughs> and not yeah, like that was definitely the first one that came the to my smash head. Smash Miley Cyrus from I know, I was like 10 <laughs> years ago. Uh, but you know, that they, she, she drew some inspiration, I think. They share imagery. So how about we do this? Let's do something that we do sometimes on the show called Hitting the Goalpost. Mm. Hitting the Goalpost is when you take the role of the DJ. And you have some patter that you you say up until the start of the song. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Coming at the top of the hour, traffic. Oh, oh I love this game. Yeah. And see if you can time it. Wait, I play this game all the time. Do you actually? Yes. Okay, then Angela, I'm okay, going to ask you to play it. it for the first track. So here I'm first. No, someone else go first. No, you have to go first now. <laughs> no, you have such you confidence about it. You I know. I just game. love the game. I'm not but good at it. No, someone go first. <laughs> You're like you don't want to play basketball, but you want to watch it. I'm just saying I love it. <laughs> well then Jeremy I Jeremy go first Then I'll go Oh okay I will uh, pimp out my co-host for that Okay I'm historically very good at this song And of course Coming to you live All the way from Pasadena, California It's your friendly folks Down at the radio station WB10K And up next of course We've got that hit Everyone's been asking for On the phone lines You're gonna get it this evening You're gonna love it Ladies and gentlemen It's Wrecking Ball Pretty good. Pretty good. Wait, I play this game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Construction crews. Construction crews. It's like being a chat. <laughs> 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 
I think we've heard enough of that song. That is Wrecking Ball. That is Wrecking Ball by For Him, a song from 1992. Be your wrecking ball. Does 1992 feel like 31 years ago? Because it was. Wow. <laughs> I love doing this. I am a numbers guy. God, you are. You really You're are. You're seeing wow. the code right now. Shit. I didn't even think you were. You moment. are. I think I am a little bit. Uh, you know, for him, it was like a vocal pop group <laughs> of these four dads from Mobile, Alabama. Whoa. They got a bunch of Dove Awards. They got a Grammy nomination or two. What makes it point. vocal pop? Well, to me, because they're not playing any instruments. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, I, they're just just as vocalists. And they can't be a boy band because they're not boys. And they're not dance. Yes, because right. they're dads. Right. So it's got to be a vocal band. Or right? a man band. You're, yeah, man you know, band. maybe we introduced that term today. It's a man band. Man band. <laughs> so these are the four. These are the four fathers: Andy Crispin, Mark Harris, Marty McGee, and Kirk Sullivan. Oh, I bet Marty Whoa. McGee's the funniest one. I bet he is. That guy's a <laughs> kook. That guy. I can already tell. Or maybe it's Marty Magee. We'll never know for sure. It's spelled M A G E H E E. Ask Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Caroline, how's it pronounced? Marty McFuck off. That's Logan Roy. <laughs> you keep doing you it, keep Kevin. Doing that. You've already forgotten her. But you no. didn't even try. As long as we keep farting and keep talking about creaming, we'll never really forget Caroline. Wow. Yeah, so, that's why I said that. So uh <laughs> no other reason. No, it was the tribute, the tribute. So the central metaphor yeah. of this song is destruction. What needs to be destroyed? What needs to come down? <laughs> well, principalities, for one, uh, which we can all define, I'm sure. We all know what principalities are, just off the top of our heads. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Principality every Definitely. day. Every darn day. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. The, like, there's so much principality in, in my life as I was well. going to say there's principality that. in your life, my life. Yeah, there's yeah. principality everywhere you go. And you get in trouble when you go to the principalities office <laughs> and you just, you know, yeah, yeah, totally. I get all that. I was debating something. Uh, with a friend the other day, and I said, it's the principality of the thing, man. <laughs> like, you're not listening yeah, yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or that song by the Spin Doctors. Right. Two principalities. Yeah, yeah, of course. That was a really yeah. good one. I love that movie, Principalities of Egypt. Yeah, oh, Principalities yeah. of Egypt really is a good. really good Slaps. film. Deliver Us. Give me like 10 yeah. minutes and I'll have one of these jokes. Deliver okay. Us. <laughs> Well, oh. maybe we can do some more, I guess. In <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I looked at my friend and I said, you're more than a friend, you're a principality. Oh, that's really like, sweet. Well, yeah, it's really that's nice. That's really lovely. Yeah. That's some good gossip. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Hyphenated, speaking. So, Say their name. <laughs> so it's basically, the world is bad. We've been overrun. Walls are coming up. Okay, you got me so far. And mm -hmm. we need to tear them down. Hide our bleeding hearts from your heat, you know, the walls are hiding the bleeding hearts from your healing love, your power. And this guy in the song, he's on his knees volunteering. He can't wait. And the whole metaphor, the central metaphor of the song is that God is going to destroy stuff and fuck shit up. He says, is that what the, yes. <laughs> yes. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> What's your take on it? I just didn't get that, that God's going <laughs> to destroy shit up. For you to send down your demolition down from the sky, these walls have got to fall. I'll be your Joshua. And the story of Joshua. Yeah, and yeah. the yeah. book the of Joshua. And the, yeah. and the walls come tumbling down in the book of Joshua. So like we make a plan, God laughs kind of that demo, like 
No, like I think, he's going to tear it up? No, yeah. the, the world as run by man is overrun by shit and all this bad stuff and yeah. darkness. And we're, we're not being vulnerable. We have walls up against in our hearts from connecting with one another and loving each other in the right way. So yeah. God, only you can come down and break it, which I believe, if you listen to it, is what Miley's song is about as well. Huh. Oh, yeah. Um, Bruce's is about giant stadium getting <laughs> <laughs> in New Jersey, in East Rutherford, New Jersey, uh, getting destroyed. Uh, but there's there's a metaphor as well. But this is basically about like only God can destroy the way we need him to destroy. And when do we need what, him to destroy? Are we are we wanting like another flood? Like yeah, you I know think, what are we? Is that what the song's saying? We I, need to come and break it all. To me, if it it doesn't feel like dis, like literal destruction. I th- that's like, why it's the metaphor. Of yeah, like reconstruct, like like I think yeah. I don't Where know. it's like I'm, I, I'm a song fundamentalist, so I <laughs> I take everything literally. <laughs> yeah, a song literalist. Yeah. <laughs> no, to, to me, it's like oh, if there's stuff that like say, perhaps I don't know if y'all could imagine this hypothetical, but yeah, perhaps you're out on a date okay. or something yeah. or It'll something be a stretch like that. Yeah. My imagination, I but you never know. No, don't know what that is. And you can tell the other person. You know, you're you're being open. You're being pretty much yourself. You're not putting on airs. And the other person, maybe maybe they're holding back a little bit. Maybe Only being, God can destroy that maybe person. Maybe they're being <laughs> a little guarded. Only God no, can break not, them? Angela, it's not destroying the person. <laughs> it's whatever the walls are up to, like, accessing their heart, their soul, oh, their truest oh, self. Uh, Why? Oh. Oh, <laughs> that's what I've been doing wrong on dates. Yeah, we're not asking God to destroy to Jeremy. destroy them. Yes, we're we're asking him to destroy the walls, and he. And so why not just say God make us connect? Yeah, just God connect it up, or God you know? God build. I think there's yeah. A- let's build. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's good. That's really good. Hey, I didn't write the dang song. No, okay, guys? you wrote this fucking song, Kevin. And that's 1990, why we're here. 1992, my ass. You're premiering your hot single. When I was three ball. years old, I was like, I got one in the hopper, fellas. <laughs> I love that dads are singing this because I think dads are like, especially like old Christian dads are like really like, you know, not super vulnerable. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, and they yeah. get to sing lovingly about construction crews <laughs> <laughs> in the song. And perhaps act out a little fantasy as well. I will ride your wrecking ball. That is Woo! the main refrain of the song. I'll ride your wrecking ball. They'll ride God's wrecking ball? I'll, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you so, listen to the song, right? <laughs> I know. I just still think that this is just for them to talk about construction and the sermon behind this. They have, they barely really, really realize. Sure. Right. I mean, l- like, listen, may we get a little more clarity in verse two to see this evil scheme of the underworld and dire straits. Dads love Dire Straits, yeah. the band that tracks. That's what that's referencing directly. Smashing the smithereens, all the barriers that hide your face to watch your children in surprise fall to their knees, open their eyes. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's the yeah, refrain. Yeah, yeah. And then right. they, you know, they repeat it over and over at the end of the song. You know? I will say this part rocks. Yeah. I'll ride your. I'll ride your. I'll ride your I'll Joshua. Ride your Joshua. <laughs> Joshua Jackson did the thing. <laughs> uh, maybe that's how that maybe that's how him and his wife met. She said, "I'll ride your Joshua." I really want to put this in the song. <laughs> I'll ride your. <laughs> 
So guys, do that. For, put this in the song. Would you do this for me? Will you do me this one solid? So this is a fairly uh, tried and true formula in the CCM world. There's a problem in the world. We need a solution. What's the solution? God. And we have all these things that are wrong and these walls that are up. Again, we're not destroying the people. No, no, now we're I get it. We got it now. Things that mm-hmm. are we're yeah. destroying behind. the world around it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how did y'all feel about this song? Otherwise, well, now I'm that mostly... we've kind of defined it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to put a little microscope up to it. No, that's good. That's what we're here to do. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. scrutinizing. Yeah, I'm mostly just thinking about the writing. Yeah. That's really just the part that I sort of focus on. <laughs> I think they're uh, focusing on it too. Yeah, I think you're right. Especially <laughs> to yeah. imagine those four fellas being like, I guess we'll all get on it, right? And we all remember the visual from Miley's music video of How her being on it. Fairly iconic in the literal sense of that word. Yeah. But to imagine these four guys in their baggy jeans and their oh, yeah. oversized corduroy shirts being like, okay, let me just <laughs> let's get, get on, on the this. Joshua. Right. Up, on, <laughs> up on our buddy Josh here. We're calling the Wrecking Ball Joshua. Yeah. All right, you're Josh. Let's that makes some meth for that. Let's all get on it. And, so, right. and then just imagining them swaying gently back and forth at this end here. I'll be your, <laughs> I'll be your, and then the song's <laughs> over. So then did the you sound like, of a four-way high five, <laughs> <laughs> and then a little kiss. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, God really tore whoa, those walls whoa, down. Whoa. Wow, every wall. More than we thought he would. Well, what did you think of the sound of the song? Oh, uh, it doesn't really sound like 1992. I feel like it sounds more 86. Yeah, uh, especially. The drums and stuff it's very like 80s heavy um and uh you know it's fine <laughs> the sound of it is fine it's fine jeremy says yeah, what say what you I say. angela i think this song rocks <laughs> angela says it rocks once i got my brain behind it i'm there <laughs> <laughs> and to be clear in our journey today yeah the destination is to find the worst of these songs. Okay, yeah. So we are parsing that. We're the worst of the dad of it, right? Like, like we're. Never mind. No, no. no, no, let's, no, get no. Speak, let's get in there. Speak, speak more on that. The like, worst of the dad of it. Like, am I just saying the worst? Which of these two songs is worse? Yeah, just in every way. In any. Way. In any yeah. way. Not specifically okay. a dad way. Sure. Well, you guys know I think this is the worst in the message because I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, it was so cir- circuitous. I've heard a lot of sermons in my life and God destroying us to make us connect. I don't get it. I um, thought you had it, Angela. You said you had it. <laughs> I was lying to both your faces. Come on. I didn't freaking get it and I wasn't listening. Well, if this <laughs> metaphor was a little too complicated, perhaps the metaphor of the next song that we have yeah, to yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. might simplify things for you. And Angela, to the title of it, a song called Turn Up the Radio. Oh, here we go. Also from 1992. <gasps> that is the same year. This is the lead, big year for dads. The lead track from Phillips Craig and Dean's debut album. Phillips Craig's and Dean's. No, <laughs> just just Phillips. Craig's well, and Dean's. Craig. Craig. <laughs> one Dean. And Dean. Phillips Lions is just one. And tigers man. and Not bears. Barn. Oh my. <laughs> Not Barn and Nobles. <laughs> Hall and Oats. I think it's time for you to hit the goalposts here. Okay, okay, here we go. I'm so excited. Hey, welcome. We're outside of Six Flags. <laughs> oh, is this the song? Okay, we're outside of Six Flags here. We're giving away backpacks. Are you a student going back to school today? Call in now, 4929. Christian. Oh, wait, see, we go. Oh, okay. 
we're, we're out here in front of Six Flags giving away Red Bulls. We're giving away Red Bulls if you turned 18. Come on down to the fuck. Remember when you tune into the radio as a kid and hear the DJ? (laughs) This one was weird. I thought there was a tech problem, even though I already heard the song. It sounded like radio at the beginning. Harmonizing while they sing harmony. Yeah, dog. Oh, I got the radio. I got the radio. That's weird. I can't wait. Don't you know I make mistakes? Fire. Really important line for me. Yep. <laughs> Man, that beast Woo! is back. Wow, soothe me. Soothe my daddy, savage beast. <laughs> <laughs> Is a song about turning up the radio. <laughs> a freaking man. Now, do we need to break down the sort of? Uh, so, what do you mean, turn it up? Yeah, what does that mean <laughs> when you say turn it up? So we're of the age that we remember listening to the radio, turning it up. So, essentially, it is the metaphor with this one. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to keep saying metaphor. I think it's a Springsteen thing he talked about in songwriting. You start with a good central metaphor. Mm. That is the foundation of any good songwriting. So I think about that every time. Like most songs do revolve around something that's not the literal thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like turning up the radio. Yeah. Perhaps. Oh. oh wow. If you will. How did this song strike you when you were listening to it on the radio in your car? I love this song so much. <laughs> I have no notes. I have no confusion. I don't have to 
barrel you with questions. <laughs> I have no confusion. I know what these dads POV are. <laughs> this, is, this is what you want from songs? It's like, <laughs> I have no confusion. Let's get into it. I, I am have, not freaked out by this. But you hate when you listen to music that makes you ask questions. Uh, you know? I don't get no it. Words. I'm just dancing. Come on. Just let me turn this thing up. <laughs> Yeah, got reactions from you, co-host Jeremy. Yeah, I was listening to it in, uh, to it in my car, and I turned up the radio. You best believe I yeah. did it. <laughs> this thing rocks, man. This was sort of a hit, at least when I was listening to contemporary Christian music in that really intense five-year period, like 90s turning into the aughts. So I heard this literally on the radio a lot as oh my a God, kid. really? Yes, so this was not Wrecking Ball... For him version, <laughs> for him's version, <laughs> Wrecking Ball Taylor's version, different thing. Um, but uh, yeah, that was new to me. But this was something returning to me. Oh, this is something coming flooding back. That singing a song of sympathy and you creamed your pants. Shut Jeremy. up! That was so inappropriate. Oh my god! That Who was said so, that? Did you said that again? No, I'm a woman. I'm that a was lady. you again. He blacked out like you blacked <laughs> out. Oh did no! You, is there some kind of freaky ghost? Did, did you just Freaky Friday my <laughs> body right now? Oh, oh no! The creams men has come <laughs> to town. I'm sorry, Kevin. Continue your beautiful story. <laughs> It's like the new bye-bye man. It's someone who possesses you just long enough that you nut and then leaves you. And then that's really all he does. He doesn't, like, terrorize you. He just makes your life super inconvenient. When anyone's talking to you about something poignant. You're like, Sorry, I, I got to go deal with some ectoplasm. <laughs> oh, no. I've been kind of down today, kind of like I can't quite make it. The pressure of a fast-track world is hard to handle now oh, and then. Oh, I agree. Wow, so true. <laughs> She's crying. I haven't got a lot to say, and I've resolved I won't take it anymore. I know that something good is moving in me. Amen. Amen to that. That's when I feel the music soothe the savage beast, which is a pre-chorus refrain that's returned to a lot. What is the savage beast? Is it being too horny? Is it the flesh? It's the COVID vaccine. Is it is it the <laughs> it's vaccine? 5G. Is it's it five G Pfizer core fucking side effects <laughs> making Soothe you do the them? savage beast? <laughs> We're talking about sin. That's what I'll say. Mic drop. Well, I mean, Whoa. listen to this. Soothe the savage beast. I hear love. I find release. Well, turn up the radio so they can't hear me nut. <laughs> <laughs> and sing a song of sympathy Turn off the radio Let freedom ring In harmony I hear the healing go To the secret place Only God can know Do y'all have one of those secret places? There's a secret place For you only God can know Sounds like Not really <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think <laughs> That only God can know? Secret your place. secret place That only God can know I guess it's just like Your interior life Your emotional life Oh yeah Like my life. secrets or something. Yeah. Oh yeah Yeah like your like Innermost Thoughts. Yeah, my little monologue to myself. That when I wake mom. up, you know, and I'm talking to my little self. Yeah. That only God can know. Well, you're not just talking to your little self. You're talking to a big him. You're talking to a big him Whoa. within your savage beast. Big him, <laughs> little self. The savage beast is also in the room. It's three of you. You need Ross to suit the beast. <laughs> you're breaking bread at the table. And somebody goes, turn the music up. <laughs> and then I, this is just excellent lyric. Don't you know? I make mistakes, oh. mm. which, of course, you know, that's a common refrain in Christian songs. 
You know I still make mistakes. Yes. You have new mercies for me every, every day. day. I can surely feel forsaken. The pressure of a fast-paced race hurts my already broken heart. Underline, Amen. underline. Which, listen, I was running the Brooklyn Half Marathon a week or two congrats, ago. Congrats, congrats. Did yeah, you turn not, up the radio? Not the br- Well, I did until my headphones died. Yeah, this story's crazy. Oh. I can't believe... I couldn't do it without music. That would be insane. To raw dog the last five miles felt very bad. Did you pray a little? Uh, No. Did you go to your secret space at Only Got Kind of? Yeah. I did. And I don't know if he knows it, but I went to that secret space. Um, It's a savage beast. He he wasn't there? Well, I'm saying he could know it. But I'm not sure if he was there. Okay. It's a secret space only God can know. It's not a secret space God's always at. So huh. maybe he's there, maybe he's not. It's an open door policy if he wants to check in with me or not. Or if God wants to destroy it. Yeah, yeah just break all the walls. <laughs> yeah, if God wants to in come in. <laughs> Turn up the radio and break my walls down, God. <laughs> Which I guess the idea, the broadest stroke of this song is music is transcendent. Music is is like this ultimate uh, mysterious expression that's very emotional and connects with us yeah. in a way that nothing else does. It's like the quote, all art aspires to be music at yeah. the end of the day in its purest form. And this is <laughs> this is kind of interesting. In the lineage of songs and music that we've talked about on this show, which is the unification of like, the music is God. God That's is what the I music. think this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like putting those things together. Oh, is that is that your read, Angela? That was a big piggyback. That was a big piggyback. <laughs> Got freaking Lester is. Bangs over here on the ones and twos. Fucking Robert Criscow with his consumer guide. Uh, Pitchfork is- editors, get at me. Stop. <laughs> That's what this is. God's the music. They want to turn God up. Yeah. There's nothing hard to understand about this. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. She loves the simplicity she does. of it. I hear the healing go. And certainly every person, every person, church or not, Christian or not, agnostic, atheist, and especially the Protestants during the praise and worship hill song core stuff can relate to the moment of transcendence and music lifting you in a way that nothing else can. So turn up the radio is a big tent under which we all find ourselves. Yes. And these three dads find themselves under that tent and they love it. Yeah, we talked about we talked about a song that they uh, did a long time ago, a long time ago on this podcast called "You Don't Have the Right." Have you guys heard this song? No, you don't have the right. I'm just gonna play a brief snippet of it just to kind of give you another uh, sample of their energy. This could go a lot of different ways. <laughs> you don't have the right, and I'm gonna hit the goalpost with this, ladies and gentlemen, friends and folks. This is Phillips, Craig, and Dean with "You Don't Have." The right. You don't have the right to remain silent if you've been arrested by God's grace. What? This is propaganda. 
This is all copaganda. The whole central image of this song is like a fun cop. (laughs) An evangelical cop. God's grace as a cop. This is copaganda at its best. We're familiar with Miranda rights. You don't have the right to... Or you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say, this says no. You don't have the right. These three men are geniuses. How does it sound so good? (laughs) Honest question. (laughs) I think it's charming. I think... When we talked about this years ago, we did imagine them like dancing in their little cop outfits and doing like choreography. <laughs> the saxophone player. <laughs> like I think we, I think we, uh, I think we cut the handcuff bit, guys. I yeah, think I think it's we working. cut that. It's not really. You don't have. You got the, the wrong handcuffs. You went to the wrong store. <laughs> <Remain> <laughs> okay. Those are pink and fuzzy. It's not sending the right message. So Phillips, Phillips, Craig, and Howard Dean. Do they write their music? They do. They're all three songwriters, and they're all three pastors as well. What? They sure are. Yeah, that's their background. They did reunite. One of the other guys just freaking idiots. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, they're at least dads, Angela. <laughs> I, I, think, I think someone's feeling a little raw about maybe not quite connecting with the imagery of the first song. No, no. It would have been good if it was about connection, but Thank it you. wasn't. But we're breaking down everything. We're breaking to it all. connect. So just connect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not defending the song. I'm just telling you what it's about. Marty McGee. Yeah, they all they all basically went on to, okay, he went to the faculty of a high school in Colorado teaching worship band studio recording beats and loops and songwriting. <laughs> okay, Kirk sir. Sullivan loops, huh? is still recording music. One of them is a worship pastor at Gateway Church. Uh, one of them is at Church on the Move in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, this is kind of the this is the track. This is such yeah. the track with like CCM artists. They just do kind of forever residencies <laughs> as worship <laughs> pastors. That's cool. It kind of it works, you know. Oh, a forever uh, residency. But yeah, you don't have the right. I think about that Dang. song every now and again. I'm gonna listen to them. I'm literally gonna listen to have them. Have you ever felt yourself apprehended? Now, what's what's unfortunate about them? Is that they ultimately took the very boring path that everyone takes oh, no. in CCM and they just like fully pivot to the worship music stuff. Hey, you gotta pay the bills. Um, yeah. yeah. You gotta go with the times. Here I am to worship. Okay, this is like. Wait, did they write this? No. Okay. But this is them covering. It's like a, it's like a normal artist covering like that Hallelujah song. You know what, what I mean? Jeff Buckley's, Jeff yes. Buckley's yeah. Litter, Excuse me, Litter Cohen's Hallelujah. Yes. I, I said Jeff this Buckley's is just a, Hallelujah. A Christian coverable song. Sure. Everyone has their yeah. own. Light yeah. of the world. <laughs> Step down into darkness. Okay. Well, oh, got him. So, yes, between these two, Wrecking Ball and Turn Up the Radio, that does have a key change in it. Oh, yeah. And by the oh, way, I don't so want to spoil good. it, but maybe you don't have the right has one as well. You don't have the rise of key change. Which do we feel is... <laughs> he spoiled it. He immediately spoiled it. You said you wouldn't. And then you fucking did he spoiled it. Okay. Now we have to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. It sucks I know it's coming. Spoiled it. Oh, I might have missed it. Wait, where is it? Yeah, I'm going to edit this out. Oh, okay, well, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. Listen to it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Which of these two songs, Wrecking Ball 
and turn up the radio. Which of these is the worst Christian song of all time? Dad edition. 1992 edition as well. 31 years old edition. You guys know my vote. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave it at that, Your Honor. No closing statements. It's your conscience. (laughs) All right. I think Angela's tossing her hat in for... There's only one wrecking ball, and it's the House of Cyrus. Wow. That's Cyrus Rising. <laughs> why, why do you believe that one is so much worse? Um, I don't understand the message. That goes without being said, um, even though because I've said it so many times. And um, it doesn't rock as much as this other one. Um, it seems like it's just like, it's just, it. I feel like it's not fully one thing or the other. It's just like kind of barely, it's like, it's, I don't know, this uh, turn up the music is like a, Front-footed, Turn we up are the dead. radio, man. Sorry, sorry. Oh <laughs> Turn up the music is a Chris Brown song <laughs> she, <laughs> I used to listen to in high school. Cut uh, that out. I would rather not <laughs> listen to him. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, turn up the radio, knows what Maybe it's doing. Maybe she understood the Chris Brown song oh, the first time she heard go. it. Oh, yeah, okay, now we're going to go to this. So, okay, all right. What do you think? <laughs> well, what say you, Jeremy? I think it's obvious where both of us stand. Oh, okay. you agree with me? A million, yeah. A, <laughs> a million, yeah. Not a million percent. No. A million, million yeah. yeah. A million, yeah. <laughs> Not a million, yes. Not three, yes, like a certain Chris Brown song. Oh, no. Edit, edit that edit out. That edit that out. out. Gang, edit we that out. can't keep doing that. <laughs> but yeah, strictly on rock ability, turn up the radio, slaps, mm-hmm. key change, dope harmonies. Mm-hmm. The end of the chorus when they go like the unified, they don't do the harmonies, they lose the harmonies and then they go that hits yes, hard. we love synchronicity it's when there's harms good. all in there. Yes. It's good. And I like the sentiment. Turn up the radio. Blast this shit. Yeah. It's God. Kinda. It's God. It's God. And just connect, would you? Yeah. So here's the thing. You both have voted for the song you voted for. So that song is winning. And I could make it unanimous or I could, you know, push back. Yeah, against. go with your heart. He's a numbers guy. Uh, you know, there's three of us. There's uh, two votes. And <laughs> oh, then there's one of me. He's sweating blood. Stop counting. Numbers make sense. <laughs> so the message of Wrecking Ball is that, oh, there's all these things. There's principalities and powers. There's bad stuff in life. Mm-hmm. And we need to, you know, tear the walls down and connect. And it's God who does that. And God sends down the demolition crew. crew. The demolition crew. Lashing down demolition crew. Screen time. And, um, and yeah. destroy, destroy. The idea that only God can do that, I can't agree with. I cannot abide <laughs> in oh good conscience with. No. I, I, I just don't see it at all. And, and for that reason alone... Of course, Turn Up the Radio is the better song. Because not only, for all these reasons we've we've talked about, three dads are better than four, unfortunately, in this case. But the idea that God is transcendence, is music, is whatever, the divine connection to a thing that you don't understand and can't quite articulate, I have no problem signing off on that. Wow. I think that's terrific. I think everyone could say, you know... You know, everyone can do the like, uh, perhaps as someone said to me recently, I believe in energy. The idea of saying like, well, the music is God. Someone would be like, hell yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Right. Crystal people and Silver Lake and yeah. your Protestant little Calvinist reform bro dude. They can agree there. Yeah. And say mm-hmm. music is God. That we can all unite yeah. under that, under that platform. And of course, Phillips Craig and Howard Dean unites us once again. So, unfortunately, oh. unfortunately, Wrecking Ball, 
you are the champion for the worst Christian song of all yeah. time, Dad Edition. I made you a champion. <laughs> well, you know what they say: four, three dads is better than four. In this That's case, what they say. three dads is better than three four. dads is funny. Four dads is annoying. Yeah, it's too much. Pull back. It's yeah. like, why are there so many dads in here? Three dads is. <laughs> And three dads can learn the cop choreography to that. You don't have the right <laughs> yeah, song better yeah. than four. With yeah. four, there's so much likelihood that there's going to be one guy that's a little offbeat. Yeah. He's kind of behind. There's like an the asshole. Other. There's a yeah. Chris Kirkpatrick in there. Absolutely, yeah. King. So, okay. We did it, gang. We we hunted and we found Whew. Dad Edition, 1992 edition. Mm. And now we're bringing it down to a more worshipful space, a worshipful place, if you will. And we're dimming the lights in here. Ooh. Whoa. And we're lighting the candles. And Angela, as my co-host Jeremy knows, you know, on other shows you may plug yourselves and promote your projects, but we're not here to do that. We're here to lift them up to the Lord yes. as a humble and loving sacrifice. We're taking a wrecking ball to the old ways of doing things. And we're turning up the radio of our self-promotion by lifting yes. them up. Yes. And we start as per usual with Jeremy. And also, I should say, before we do that, and sorry to cut you off, King, we also highlight maybe something we're enjoying in the secular culture. Mm. The last great movie we saw, something we read that we loved, something we listened to that we loved. And with that, I give it to Jeremy. As always, you can lift me up at Caroline's Farts. (laughs) Uh, You cook. (laughs) And also at Jeremy P. Olson everywhere. Uh, you can listen to this song reminds me uh, when we come back from our hiatus, which is yet to be seen or heard. Um, I mean, also, a fellow podcast host might be a great premiere guest if oh, you were interested oh. at all. Ooh, wow, yeah, look you're at right. that. Angela could be really good on the show. Well, yeah, because she hosts her podcast. Yeah, yeah she got artists on oh, I thought you were amazing. plugging you. Oh. I'm so sorry. I zoned out. I'm figuring out what to lift I up. tricked him. It's what I, I tricked him is what I did. <laughs> Okay, uh, so from something from secular culture, we talked about music, so I'm going to talk about music. Uh, guys, the new Jesse Ware album, dang, it's called That Feels Good. It's mm-hmm. like we're in this disco revival right now. We've got everybody doing disco. Oh, yeah. And she drops a disco album, and dang, you guys, it's good. Is it's it- like, and, and I, this isn't a knock. Okay. It's, if, it's if Dua Lipa had something to say. Oh, that's yeah. You know what I mean? That's and we don't yeah. need Dua Lipa to be crazy. She's incredible. No, she just tells me to move on, you know, and yes. I love that. Yeah. But Jesse Ware is doing some stuff. It's really good. I like it a lot. It's all about the pleasure principle. It's is, great. Is it as good as um, Jesse who? Jesse why? Jesse how? <laughs> It is. It's just as good as those. Okay. Albums. Amazing. Yes. I'm definitely going to check it out. All right. That's <laughs> Thank my you, dude. Jeremy. No problem. Uh, we turn it to Angela. Okay. I'm thinking um, a pod I listened to yesterday. Maybe you guys, listen. did you listen to this Julia Louis Dreyfus show? It's so good. Oh, where she oh, talks to yeah. the, those old bags, right? Yeah. God damn it. I hate this room. She's trying men. to uphold how worthless <laughs> old women are, right? That's sort of her goal. No, her episode with Jane Fonda made me sob my brains out. I don't know really? why. She really liked it. And there's an insane part where the power goes out and they both freak out in their own rooms and they play it. 
Oh, I um, love this. It's so funny. Wait, Man. both their power goes out? Yeah, because it was when the rain was like crazy a couple weeks ago. Whoa. And um, you hear you hear Julia go, fuck, fuck, did we lose Jane? Did we lose Jane? And Jane goes, I think I did something wrong to the computer. <laughs> and it's very funny. Um, and then... That is, there are a that. few podcasts that recorded during that power outage there's a Mark Marin podcast that he was recording, and then that happened in the middle of it, and then they had to move it's so locations funny. with like Alex Borstein, it's Lois so, from Family Guy. Oh wow! So it's there's just so a, funny. a litany of LA podcasts. That the like to. producer on the phone with Jane's like, she's like, "I love your shirt." And she goes, "Thank you. I got a Lolo Latman." And they're just like talking, <laughs> and they yeah. played the whole thing, and it's really sweet. Oh, I love that. The podcast is called Wiser Than yes. Me with Julie Louis Dreyfus. The concept is that she talks to women. Is it over the age of seventy? I think idea? it's just older women okay. is what she says. I actually don't know. Um, so but- the KTP dream <laughs> realized, I have a dream. It's to hear the hottest woman alive talk to the <laughs> oldest women alive. And the dream's coming true. It's coming true, and it's so uh, good. I highly recommend it. All right. Where can people follow you? Oh, they can follow me stuff? at, um, I actually don't know my handle memorized. Oh, I what? to add my name. Because my handle used to be my middle name, and it was just getting confusing. Now it's my full name, Angela Giovanna Giratana at. Did the thing. Did the thing. Angel did the thing. thing. That would be the worst (laughs) handle in the world. So long. That's, well, I would consider it because we all still remember and like that meme and will continue to for years to come. We'll tell our children. Really speaking for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Angela. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. Peloton, Letterboxd, Instagram. Only fans <laughs> got some real cool stuff this month. Oh boy, got some unlockables. Oh boy, Jesus Christ! Shouts on, out man. to the listeners who do talk to me on there. <laughs> <laughs> we hear you. <laughs> we hear you. We see you, and you certainly see me. <laughs> I will lift up a movie. Maybe we should do it on this podcast someday, Caroline. Wherever you. Uh, a movie called Are You There? God, it's me, Margaret. Oh, yeah. Which, talk about freaking daughter brain, like we were talking oh, about earlier in this episode. Brain. It was just Rachel McAdams plays the mom in it, and Kathy Bates is the grandma. And it's about it's about a lot of what we talk about on this show. I didn't I never read the novel. I didn't realize that it was such like a faith that was a clash of mm. religion and whatnot, as well as like, you know, young women's adolescence and and stuff, but it was just gorgeously done and beautiful. And I went, I went to see it on kind of like a first friend date with a friend of mine where we've like known each other for a long time, but we've never hung out one-on-one. And I did have to like control my face so he wouldn't hear or see me cry as much oh. as I was. Oh, wow. Because I was like, I can't blow it with him. I don't, on I a want friend him. date? Yeah. Oh, let freedom ring. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, but just in case. I don't know. And it turns out he was a softie, too. And it was totally I mean, fine. turn up the radio, my dude. Yes, destroy those walls. When, yeah. <laughs> wait, wh- which is it? I don't know, Kevin. You Turn decide. up the radio and destroy Please the walls? Please explain it to us again. <laughs> so are you there, guys? me, Margaret. It's beautiful. Really, really loved it. You can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Patreon.com slash Good Christian Fun for more Good Christian Fun. And leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. Angela, thank you for joining me and Jeremy. Jeremy, thank you for joining me. And there's nothing left to, to say, say except for, okay, okay. I love you. Thank, thank you, Emma. Emma. 
Amen. Amen. Now watch this drive. (laughs) (laughs) We added that last month. I didn't know that. Now watch this drive. (laughs) The George W. Bush one. Uh, Thank you so much, Angela, for being on the show. And let's go out with um, with neither of these songs. Let's go out with the song we've both of you are going to listen to on your way home tonight. Oh, Oh, great! Which is a little song we call. Like a swarm of bees coming at you. <laughs> Horrifying. You're the sirens? Yes. What if there was like gunfire and sirens? The future. <laughs> oh, no. oh, what, what do you mean? What if? Okay. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Caught in your complacency. Struggled to remain on the call. Hit the witness you were meant to be. When you know so many around you, what you have to say. That was a headgum podcast.